When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from the Toad Hop Network Studios in Hollywood. This, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a groovy way of relaxing. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? We're here on a brand new Geekscape, uh, fresh from New York. Uh, sorry we had to miss last week. We were at New York Comic Con, or at least I was. Uh, and so is my guest, Roger Craig Smith. He's the brand new voice of Batman in Batman Arkham Origins. It hits stores next Friday if you're here in the U.S. I don't know about the rest of the world because, hey, our government's back in session. So we're working again. Um, yeah, uh, Roger here is yep. the new voice of Batman taking over for what, who everybody loved, I guess, Kevin Conroy, who was in the animated series and the first two Arkham games, Arkham City and, uh, and Arkham Asylum. And, of course, over here to my left, uh, your other little window, is uh, Andrew Duvall, who can currently be seen on Sci-Fi Channel's Fangasm. They've got a new uh, – they're wrapping things up next week with a two-part doubleheader uh, in the Fangasm house. So if you guys have been watching S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, ABC's S.H.I.E.L.D., really, like, that should be your DVR show. <laughs> and the one that you watch live should be Fangasm, you know, because uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. can wait. And Fangasm is actually pretty great to uh, to watch live. Episodes. Only two more episodes. Um, and, and what's cool is that most of the cast mem- uh, castmates uh, all, uh, like, live tweet at you during the during the um, Yeah, it's a very show. Kinda hands-on kind of It's web-friendly. <laughs> and, and, and I don't see uh, uh, Clark Gregg from S.H.I.E.L.D. live tweeting with anybody. Oh. With anybody. Snap. At least I don't, I don't follow Clark Gregg, so I think it's a bad I, opinion. He I, may. He may <laughs> actually be live tweeting. I, I had someone ask me for an autograph, and I never had... Uh, like give an autograph before, so I sent him like a card, like you like a birthday card, wishing him a happy birthday. <laughs> Wait, somebody emailed you asking for that? Yeah, he's like, hey, he like tweeted me. He's like, hey, can I get an autograph? I'm like, yeah. yeah. So I sent, him, I just sent him like a birthday card, and then I drew a picture of myself, and I autographed it underneath. Nice, <laughs> that's pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> yeah, you you personalized it. Yeah. Believe right. in the magic of your dreams. <laughs> so the Thanks address for that uh, personalized Andrew Duvall. <laughs> card. <laughs> if we just follow Andrew Duvall on Twitter, I think I think we're good to go. Yeah. Um, so. New York Comic Con was uh, was a lot of fun. It was my first New York Comic Con, but obviously not my first time in New York. You guys know I lived in New York if you were a follower of the show. But uh, Roger Craig Smith over here, it was his first time in New York yeah. and his first time, obviously, at New York Comic Con yeah. to promote this juggernaut of a game. Oy. This no Batman Arkham Origins. <laughs> yes. Like, you, I mean, what? Is, I don't even know where to start with this because it's huge. Yeah. Uh, and neither do I, to be totally honest, because. Uh, in the last like few weeks when we've been sort of starting the, the whole press element of this, 
it's just dawning on me. <laughs> like all of a sudden going, oh, that's right. They took my voice and put it into that character that a lot of people know and love that uh, I've gotten used to hearing a certain actor do it before me. And this could be a, I mean, it's not lost. Actually, when we got the roles, both Troy and I, Troy Baker for uh, the Joker, Boys yeah. and the Joker. Yeah, yeah. He and I both were calling each other going like, dude, we got it. And then it was like, we got it. We oh man, uh -oh. we're hanging our hats on this thing, and this could be received in a lot of you ways. Start opening um, all the windows. I can't breathe. Yeah, exactly. I can't breathe. <laughs> It'll be fine. Uh, yeah, no, I do. I it's it's massive, and it's it's only like literally for me. I, I'm going wow. Okay, I forgot, and that's kind of typical of a lot of projects because you go and you, you record inside a little tiny box, and then next thing you know, it's like some very talented people take your little barkings in front of the microphone and go stick it into the animations and all that, and then it's like oh dude, I forgot. That's what I was doing. Because right. I was in shorts and a t-shirt and just kind of being my usual goofy self. But you're no novice when it comes to like voice acting for video games or television. I mean, you're, you did the Assassin's Creed games. Correct. You have roles here and there on on you know Marvel X, or Disney XD. You're, Disney you're, XD for uh, Marvel's Avengers Assemble. You're uh, Captain America. Captain America. So you're know, Captain America. Nuts. I know, right? Like, <laughs> like you would think that if you're Captain America, yeah. which you know is a, is is pretty damn awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's sort of the super soldier of the yes. uh, of the Marvel universe. He's yes. obviously the super soldier, but uh, he and Batman always have like parallels. You yeah, know what I mean? True. Like whenever you have like JLA Avengers, they're always true. the ones who square off because yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're the tactical fighters, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, by the book, they're, they're like the by, by the book Brains. tactical. But Batman's the cheater, and let's, yeah, let's true. always be clear. He's got all his tools. Yeah, he's got Cap's his always tools. got a shield, which has always kind of irritated me because I've always said like, when's he just going to get a gun? Right. You know what I mean? Like uh, I always say like he's always throwing a shield. That's what Cap does. Well, I mean, you know. Scene number four, Cap throws his shield. I'm like, <laughs> what if he, what if just for once, like instead, like if he held on to it, because it's a good, I sure. mean, it's a defensive it's a mechanism, but he's throwing away his defense. Right. And I'm looking at like, maybe like a bazooka and then hide behind the shield and you're onto something. Right. It, it goes against character. But then he can't okay. jump around. He can't, he can't do any of the gymnastics. True. I know. There you go. You know exactly. I mean? like, 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 the, do you have to do the voice uh, for yes. the gymnastics that's too? What, that's usually when I start complaining about the fact, like, couldn't he just like, I don't know. Just kind of chill out here. We need to kind of relax and like, like open up a book and uh, everything. Uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, that's why I'm like we've we've got a bank. It must be like thousands of Cap throwing his shield sounds. Just, uh, just uh, uh. yeah. Anyway, hey, that sounds like it doesn't sound like. Yeah, that's, no, that's not quite how I do it in the show. I was like, was he throwing his shield? <laughs> He's throwing He's his shield that. into his nuts. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> hey. Oh. Take that, Red Skull. <laughs> Can you do it again, Roger? Yeah, exactly. More orgasmic. Uh, more. <laughs> Not quite. Not quite. <laughs> Give me a 15-year-old's first time. There you go. <laughs> So 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 knowing that they're the two tacticians of like the Marvel and DC universe, what what is the voice difference between them? Because like, right now listeners are listening to be like, this guy sounds nothing like Batman. Of course, yeah, right. Nor Cap. I right. mean, and and obviously I don't I don't walk around. You know, the biggest problem for me. <laughs> they do is outside in, the studio. You <laughs> they, yeah, you've exactly. been on Hollywood Boulevard. You know? <laughs> That's true. I, I saw a few of them. There were multiple Batmans. On, yeah, on, do you on walk on around and be like, you're not Batman, like, dude? You're not. <laughs> I'm Batman. Um, I am Batman. No, I, uh, for Cap, it's it's interesting. We always call it like um, uh, we always call it fists on hips. Uh, okay. Colette Sunderman, the uh, the director, and I, we try to figure out this because because Cap is sort of barrel chested, uh -huh. and he's definitely is a Boy Scout, and it's almost like it's almost a little bit of like who's the guy, uh, uh, John Wayne, right? I guess you know it's like it's you know without the but it's <laughs> you know it's like you know impossible is what we do. He's he's just you know hey you know by the book and Batman always works low and he's dark. 
And he just, and which is hard to do because people are like, do the voice! Yeah, at like a bar or something. Good. Like, that, that, do the voice! That Batman like, you were just doing wasn't bad, was it? That's that well, good. You know, and that wasn't even really, I mean, you know, we've... I know, we've, I know. I'm putting you yeah. on the spot. Exactly, man. And the pressure. People are going to judge that. It's going to get out there and they're going to already hate me and the game doesn't even come out. No, it's just, you know, Batman's, he's the, he's the Dark Knight, so right. he's always working, he's dark. All right, Cap, conversation between Cap and Batman go. No, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Cap, or, or sorry, Batman, catch! <laughs> did, did, like my did you have to audition for the Batman role? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, lo a lot of people ask um, on most of these things, like, you know, whether taking Sonic or... Or, or anything. I mean, like, I've never had a job. Uh, there's maybe doesn't you're doing... Urkel have Sonic pretty much locked up though? <laughs> You'd think. Isn't that but his I role? edged him out, man. Wait, wait, I edged wait. Him out. Well, what's, the name, what's the name of that actor? Uh, Julia White. So Julia White was Sonic for like ever on those cartoons. <laughs> Not, well, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know about the cartoons. It was Julia White, Ryan Drummond, Jason Griffith, and then myself after that. And you're like what the, the Dark World one? The, like the no, new one, the Sonic? no, it's the Dark World. It depends on the fans. Well, what's the Sonic? Uh, what's Sonic? Just Sonic the Hedgehog. I've been doing since oh, the Sonic... cartoon. No, uh, the, the video game. games. Yeah, 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 I was in Wreck-It Ralph even. Yeah, wow. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so you're yeah, like, yeah. What, what does Sonic sound like? Uh, if you leave your game, whatever you do, <laughs> don't die. Yeah. Batman as well. Right. Yeah. Right. And I narrate Say Yes to the Dress. So I'm, I'm, I'm out to ruin all the characters I play with all the other jobs that I do. That's pretty awesome. Do it. Then do Batman fighting Sonic with Captain America. No, I'm okay, okay. Hang on a sec. Uh, give me a minute. Hey, you're like the ultimate party guest. Uh, well, yeah. You get a couple drinks of me. That's possible. Does um, it happen? But It does. Yeah. But it's usually not. It's not witty at that point. Right, it right. Gets, it it's gets just ugly. sloppy. It's just it's like... sloppy, and and my my talent of just hand farts is like what. <laughs> Batman just gasses get. himself. Exactly, and then it's just I'm ruining the character. You're you're drunk. Batman is the one who got the giant dinosaur and the giant penny into the Batcave. There you're you like, go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, See, you, like why the hell did you know. Batman have a giant dinosaur <laughs> and a giant penny in the Batcave? Alcohol. He he, Alcohol. he woke up one morning. and Goes. Oh shit! I've been out pranking again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like that's got to be some fucking prank that he pulled. That would be. I mean, if you know, but it, but all things are possible with alcohol, right? It, you got to add that into continuity, right there. Yeah. So, so Arkham Origins. Obviously, I played through all of Arkham Asylum. I played through all of Arkham City. Arkham Origins. Obviously, it takes place before those two. Correct. It has a more open uh, area. It has a, a more open Gotham. Correct. Is the map actually larger than Gotham City? I believe physically it is. It's, yeah, yeah. So it's a bigger I believe map. It's a, it's a larger open world. Yeah. And and you can kind of do the same thing where you follow, you know, the you can kind of do it wherever you want to go. Linear wherever or go. yeah, exactly linear or I think they've got all these other little side missions. I mean, Eric Eric Holmes, our creative director, is obviously mm. much better at, at describing all the uh, the nooks and crannies of it uh, than I am. But um, he's obviously hosted a ton of videos that are out there with right. this stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, th there's crimes in progress. There's all these things that you can do side missions. There's all these different little you know things that you can do as opposed to just going through main story you know, st main story mode right. in like that linear fashion. Um, and uh, and how, so how much how long did it take you to record all that stuff? Because I'm guessing the game is pretty immense. I would say it's an interesting thing. It's sort of testimony to to, to how passionate uh, everybody at Warner Brothers Montreal is um, when it comes to uh, this character. Um, because we we worked on this, we had voiceover sessions for about a solid year. Now that wasn't you know five days a week, you know sure. eight hours a day kind of thing. You got to do some cap spread out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you do some cap every now and then. <laughs> a little Sonic here and there. You know, sprinkling a little. I got to go work for the distinguished competition. <laughs> exactly. Right. I'm playing both sides. I'm a floozy. Um, but no, it was about a, it was about a solid year, and we, um, uh, gosh, I mean, you know, it's like you take some time off here and there, but we we were working really hard on just making sure that what we were doing was correct for the characters. That mm -hmm. was. Uh, and I would say that we probably worked on the first five or six uh, epi or episodes, five or six sessions um, 
uh, for the game were just trying to figure out like what version of Batman are we trying to capture here, mm-hmm. uh, because we were trying to sort of, you know, it was it was not lost on us that we have two previous you know Rocksteady versions of this game um, that that have been lauded by by critics and fans alike, and we need to make sure that we're we're not stepping so far out of the way of that, but we're still doing a prequel. Right. Um, that being said, we got to do performances that we can understand. This is a developmental Batman. He's more uh, high pitched. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yes. Alfred. I'm getting to me. Alfred, <laughs> can you explain to me these feelings I'm getting? <laughs> there are changes <laughs> happening to my body. <laughs> um, no, it was, uh, it, it, and we wanted also. I mean, Troy had pointed out. Uh, sorry if I keep banging the, That's the desk there. You're Batman. You're Batman. You're breaking shit. Exactly. I'm violent. Um, it, uh, you know, Troy had pointed out in the past that we, one of the things we had to be mindful of is is that there were like sort of points on the horizon, you know, with regard to the characters and their voices that we had to know that or make it sort of believable that this version of Batman or this version of Joker could be you know conceivably uh, yeah I could see that that'll be the the Hamill version that we've right. come to know in the previous games or this is the Kevin Conroy version of Batman that we know but with that being the case we also know we had to kind of push some boundaries with it yeah um, you didn't want to just do a Kevin Conroy no because then right? why why have us doing it now granted it was a prequel they wanted some younger sounding voices but it's like at that point it, you know especially since th- so much of this is kind of like trying to explore a more unrefined a more uh, less defined Batman mm-hmm. um, you know we wouldn't want I mean and, and I can't it, people talk about stepping into the shoes of and all that I can't do that there's no you can't you can't match. You can't act like you're going to be, you know, the poor man's Kevin Conroy here and be, you know, doing an impersonation or an impression because then it's just that would just be so insulting, I think, to the character for one and the fans and to Kevin. Right. Um, did Did he uh, give you any advice? No, I've actually not met Kevin since we have been doing this. Hey, thing. Johnny, you want to bring him in? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I haven't. And, and actually, a lot of people were asking about the preparation for it and that kind of thing. And what did you do? And and went back and visited Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. And uh, but but sort of quickly, I, I I found myself going. I don't want to get too much of an idea of what what we've done in the past, simply because I knew we were going to take a, a fresh perspective on right. this. So yeah. If further sure. games are down the line, then you want to be able to in- inhabit that character. Yeah. Too. And, yeah. And also for me, it's like I also don't tend to want to over prepare for things just because I know you get into a voiceover session. Very and, unlike Batman. <laughs> Very it, sorry. unlike Batman. And very unlike Cap while strike we're at it as well. Against, <laughs> strike <sorry>. against. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's because I get into a voiceover session, I could walk in and, and, and think that I am this brilliant voice actor who's made his choice, and this is the character I'm going to right. give you. And, and then they go, yeah, no, uh, let's try it again, a little <laughs> louder, faster, funnier than whatever it is. Have you heard when, uh, when it was, uh, Captain Kirk, what's his name? Um, um, Chatner. Um, sabotage. Have you heard that sabotage. one? Have you heard yes. that one? All sabotage. All that. He goes, don't tell me how to do my voice. Exactly. It sickens me. It sickens me. <laughs> you say me. sabotage, I say sabotage. Uh, <laughs> we've heard all those things. They, and then, they, they uh, were playing it on Stern this week. Oh, were they really? He goes, it sickens me. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, the best is the Orson Welles one where it's... Uh, oh, yeah. And, then the, and the Animaniacs did their version of it as well because Maurice LaMarche, who's, who's king, uh, you know, did his uh, his version uh, with that, which was awesome. And then the the Drunk Champagne one, have you seen that? Yeah. Like, oh, there's like something where, where Orson was doing a, a, a like a live-action TV commercial and he was quite obviously hammered and it's like and it's so funny because it's like he's trying to you know pimp out this champagne product or california sparkling wine sure and uh and it's just you know 
Burn the French tradition. That's what they call. That's what they call it. That crap that comes in a box. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's box Cal- wine. It's California sparkling wine. It was incredible. Of hobos, exactly. <laughs> like Barry White or uh, airlines. And then Barry White did one where he's like, "You sons of bitches." Oh, <laughs> like really? Barry, Barry White's got a pretty good one. Where, I haven't heard it. Where like the outtakes are all him cursing everybody out. But, oh, funny. But definitely the it sickens me. Yes, the, the William Shatner it one's still one of my favorite. How dare you do my job? <laughs> That's so bad. Great. That's way better than my my. Kirk. Do you have a Kirk? My my Kirk. Everybody's is, got everybody's got yeah, impressions and Kirks and things like that. My Kirk is just like I just go I have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's the pod. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. But it, was, it was Kevin Pollack who said it's you know he's mastered the uh, the, the the art of dramatic pause, mm-hmm. uh, dramatic or pause acting or something like that. Yeah, so, I, do, I, I, I do. John Claude Van Damme. And that's it. Let me hear. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> You've been doing I, like I, you know, still, Dance Monkey I'm with Cap and Batman. The, uh, still doing the con cold thing. That's gonna be my out. Is the con? Oh, gold. nice con. Funk. I got the con. Got I got a little bit of it. You I got, got a little bit of it. And um, Jarrell wipes, dude. You got to keep them on hand. I know. And we've been doing that. We were at the Lion Forge booth. I have a the Lion. Forge guys just launched Airwolf and Knight Rider as comic books yesterday, and then I've got my uh, I've got my I've got my <laughs> Miami Vice comic coming out. Uh, it's supposed to come out in November, but I oh, think really? it's actually going to come out in 2014. Sorry, oh, geeks. Geez. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I was I was told. Right. I mean, at the con, I was told November, but then uh, production. You know, there were a couple hiccups with downloads and things like that yesterday with their books. So it's like, hey, let's just be safe and let's let's maybe have Miami Vice come out in January. I'm okay with whatever makes okay. the book better. You know, Are you gonna cry? It'll be up. You know, right? I mean, my my whole thing is, I read this thing Mark Wade wrote, and he's like, the whole point is that your work is good, and I think that that works with you, right? Like, like you don't want anything piecemeal, and you're okay with delays. Like they just they just delayed Watch Dogs, the video game. Yeah, you know, they they delay these things, but. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter when it gets released. Within months of each other, it, once it's out, it's out, and that's what it's gonna. That's what it's gonna be remembered yeah, as. Yeah, you want. You'd rather have it be good than. Have well, it come Valve out is talk. like king of that. Like, sure. They, they don't. They're like, we're not giving you a release date. And we're not giving you a half. We'll life tell you when it's done. It's done. And I've, right. I've heard like their whole corporate structure as well. I might be wrong, but is that they? I mean, everybody from like the lowest level, you know, developer, the lowest level uh, uh, animator, you know, programmer, all that stuff. You know, the game testers. It's like. Somebody sees something or has a suggestion, it's like, let's explore it, and then, you know, let's make the absolute best product that we can and test the heck out of it, and mm-hmm. if it and if it goes, and if it's a quality product, we'll put it out, but we're not going to say, yep, for sure, October 25th, and then, you know, oops. Uh, you know, which, <laughs> and they're, they're kind of really striking with the, with the, when the irons, they're striking, with, I think, with the right opportunity with this new Valve actual system. Yeah. Like, like Valve has these multiple systems like, that you can you can get... This is just what I'm thinking. Anybody who wants to call up and correct me on this, 323-622-8623. But from what I can tell, Valve is doing a, basically a Steam system, a Steam-based With the controller game, that you're talking system. about and all that? Right. Yeah, but, yeah. But, the, but the consoles, there are like nine different versions of them. Oh, really? And it's like, why should we stick to one box? You play how you play. Oh, that's and the cool. different systems, you know, you buy the one that's right for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, I, and, I mean, they released that image that had like nine different shapes. I didn't see that. Different shaped consoles. And I was like, whoa. I mean, with... PS4 and Xbox One just kind of fighting each other. Yep. Now you've got this Steam machine, which is going to be, you know, probably cloud-based with the Steam stuff, and it's just yeah. going to work through Steaming. Through but is it like giving you the option of like of, of swapping out different, like what if you want to, if you if depending upon the ty- type of games that you play, typically you want a yeah. faster processor, faster graphics card. Yeah. If, thing, if you want to do a lot of, uh, I'm I'm guessing here. And again, there's a phone number if you want to give me more. Information. What's that number, <laughs> Johnny? What's that number? Three two two six two two two. That's right, operator, uh, standing by. So uh, yeah, the idea is if you, if you're if you're doing a lot of social gaming, that you're going to need a whole different type of streaming than well, if you're just what, doing what if console you, based. 
do different kind of games? Do you have to have? So I, have I have no idea. Again, like Steam, they're secretive. <laughs> the controller is just like seeing that. Like without, the, there's something you're about. You're used to a battering. What's that? You're used to a battering. Yeah, well, okay, sorry. I'm like, sorry, I wasn't in character there for a moment. But yes, I am. Uh, Alfred kicked this guy's butt. Um, the uh, the notion of like not, like pressing forward on a button right. and not having the I mean, like, there's something about like like when you're rounding a corner if you're playing a racing game or something like that, and you're just like jamming your thumb into the controller to not have that resistance is going to be really interesting to see how mm-hmm. that works because it looks like they've just got what they were taking like vibration feedback and all this kind of stuff that it that. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see how that works because where's the limit? How do you know right. like if, you, if you've if you got it cranked all the way kind of thing if you don't get that, sure. that, no, that, that feedback? You. It's going to be really interesting to see how they uh, how they do that. Well, that was my uh, first reaction. I mean, we'll I see. Know. I mean, I, I'm waiting for the bugs to be out of the PS4 and the Xbox One. Yeah, I'm going to wait like, like a, mean? a year before I buy Good it. Good five years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't years. think you generate. Red ring of death. I don't think the PS... Three is done. I mean, the the biggest no. game just came out. You yeah. know what I mean? GTA just came out for yeah, both yeah, yeah. systems. So. Yep. Now, is the Batman game? Is that going to like? It's uh, it's only this gen. It's not, uh, not, not next gen. Do I next don't gen? I don't believe it's next gen. I don't believe it's next gen. Um, okay. You know. Right, but if it is, I mean, they're probably going to add features. I don't know. Like, like when if Arkham they City, did, you know, I mean, who knows? I, I have no idea. Arkham like, City went so many... to the Wii U and it had like the armored edition. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So maybe the you know I that you stuff is so it. beyond me. It's like you know, <laughs> that ain't my pay grade even... soldier. Yeah, exactly. It's not my rodeo. So what was your New York Comic Con experience? Because I had a kind of a you know it was nice, but it wasn't until I. I kind of, New York Comic Con, and I know you wanted to be there, Andrew, and I did meet Sal and uh, Molly and Kristen from Fangasm there with Regina. I saw them on the floor and we uh, we hung out. But um, I know you wanted to be there. The, 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 yeah. the con has kind of a weird personality. It's sort of this uh, – it's not like San Diego. It's smaller than San Diego, but it still kind of has this aspiration to have the Hollywood element to mm-hmm. it. And it feels kind of like a wonder con. It doesn't have like the, the spastic excitement weirdness that Kamikaze has. It really is its own con, and I was. It's kind of a weird feeling. Like it's it's like a it's got like its weird personality. And then I will say this: I then discovered Artist Alley, and I wrote an article up on the site about it at Geekscape.net if you want to read it. But basically, I discovered Artist Alley, and it was the best Artist Alley of any con I've ever been to. And usually, Artist Alley is one of those things that's like, oh, comics. That what this is all based on. Uh-huh. Let's, let's ignore that. Comic yeah. con. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, San Diego puts them in like a corner, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, here are these guys who are making you know nothing off their sketches, which these you know giant you know companies are making billions off of, and these guys are over here, <laughs> they, they just sign dumb contracts, yeah. and uh, and they're over there doing sketches and stuff for twenty bucks. Um, it was almost a separate con at at at, uh, at New York Comic Con. That's it really was cool. literally down a hallway and almost in a separate building. Wow. But that being said, it was where all the collaboration was going down. It was That's where cool. everybody was celebrating comic books. And so walking up and down the rows of Artist Alley, you would have like Jerome Pena who's doing Infinity right now for Marvel. And he's right next to like Ace Continuato who did my comic book. Or, or he's next to Jimmy Palmiotti or he's next to this guy. And it was a great way to discover all these different new artists or all these new comic books. And it really was, as I wrote, the heart of the con. And it was the, it's the strongest element of New York Comic Con. It was the strongest artist alley I've ever seen. And it was really a cool yeah, place. That's and, rad. And I got to meet people who I've been fans of for decades. And they're just hanging out. Uh, and it's not 
you know, disparate like it is at yeah. other cons where it's like, oh, you know, it's, it just didn't. The redheaded stepchild. It was of pretty the concentrated. Con. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. I've actually, I mean, this was my first New York Comic Con, first time in New York, mm -hmm. you know, in general, but I, I've heard it described that way. And they were saying, no, it's, it's a much more purist type of, uh, of a con in comparison to San Diego. Mm -hmm. I mean, San Diego, San Diego was a spectacle. It was the first time I'd actually, yeah. It was actually the first time I'd been there was, was for this when we first started promoting the game down there. Um, and I was just like, my God, this is insane. This is a ton of Shatner's people. Like, my God. My <laughs> goodness. Um, it's uh, so good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, awesome. It's more the Jim Carrey version of, 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 of him doing It's Jim doing, Shatner doing. Um, but no, and New York was like, it feels like, I think it's because, look, we're so close to L.A. and San Diego, and L.A. is very much a town of, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, really? How's that working out for you? And it's that jaded kind of like, you know, uh, cynical, just sort of like, yeah, that's cool. My brother does the same thing. And that's like, you know, so whatever. And and in New York, you've got, I think you've just got a more passionate fan base because you're mm -hmm. far enough removed from Hollywood. And I think also uh, logistically to try to get all of the major studios out to New York and get them right. from L.A. and all kind you of stuff. Them. Well, yeah, it's like, yeah. It's, it's like you know, it's like you got to be really dedicated as far as if, of a studio to, to to ship all your people over there and get all that stuff. I mean, it's a lot of money spent mm -hmm. to get you know, over there and get your presence over there. And so I think it's more about just like it's. I I thought there was way more cosplay from That's my a really perspective. Good point. Yeah, I just went. These are fans. This isn't like. I mean, uh, you know, I remember San Diego going mixed in with all this. I can see people on their Bluetooths. Absolutely. And, like, and it, so it's like, you know, like there's a really good looking Wonder Woman and she's down here to have fun. And there's her husband and their kids and they brought the family. And then that's that's a network exec. And mm -hmm. oh, that's an agent or it, you just go, this is weird. It's, it, it doesn't yeah. feel like it's for the fans. And up there, I was just like walking around going, this is so cool. This yeah. is, it's a celebration of that whole culture, which is what it's intended for. And, you know, before Hollywood gets its grubby little paws on it kind of thing. No, that's a really, really, really good point. Um, what was your, your the favorite cosplay that you saw? Did you see anything that really blew you away? Did you see the oh, Batman with who extended his wings? No. There was a Batman, and he's he looks great. I was like, oh, that's a really great Batman. And then he, and then somebody's like, can I take a picture with you? And he goes, and he sure. And there's a person the stands in front out. of him, and he just goes, flap, flap, flap. And the, the wings went like no eight feet. No way. That's insane. It was awesome. <laughs> How did he do it? Uh, he had some kind of lever mechanism. That's you, crazy. I mean, you, should, you should actually know. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I'm not. Well, I was, yeah. I was just, <clears throat> sorry, am I back in character again? What am I doing, man? I can't tap dance for you. Um, I think there was somebody that was there. Um, again, I got I got to see so little of it. Um, right. We were it was like you know down you here and then off to the little uh, what's I that? Hate my job? No, no you can't. I love my job. Um, you know these are nice first world problems. I only got to see a little bit of the Comic Con because we were being shuttled from press event to press event. Uh, poor me. Um, the uh, there was a guy that did Doc Ock with the, mm. the arms, and it was like I mean it was it was a homemade costume, but it was really cool. I mean mm. we were walking by going, dang man, that's you know that's incredible. That's that's no easy feat. Um, but that was the one that kind of stuck out. Or stuck the, out uh, so, so my wife came, uh, Laura came, and she brought our dog Chappie all the way. He's our little Frenchie. Nice. And uh, and he flew over there, and he had a medical alert vest, and he came to the con. <laughs> nice. And we got him. Uh, I think it's um, pet. Petco has this uh, whole line of Star Wars stuff. Oh, how cool. And so cool. they have a little Chewbacca like sweater outfit. Nice. It has a bandolier and everything for dogs. And so they gave some to us. And um, and Chappie comes in with this Chewbacca. And this is where I started feeling really bad. Because some of these <laughs> cosplayers spent like a ton of time and a yeah. ton of money on Chappie's their Chappie's getting all the attention. <laughs> there was a Wolverine there who I had to double take to make sure it wasn't Hugh Jackman. Wow. Like this dude 
was ripped. He was handsome. He had the hair. He had That's everything. Cool. He had the claws, like those metal claws you buy from eBay illegally. Yeah. And <laughs> and like like he was taking all these photos, and then somebody goes, "Oh my God, there's a dog dressed like Chewbacca!" And, and immediately all the uh, heads everybody. and all the can like all the cameras turned around, and like he was on CNN. Oh, wow. I looked. I did like a Google search two days ago. I was like, I wonder what happened to all those photographers because he had hundreds and hundreds of photos taken of That's him. That's cool. Just a little Frenchie going. Yeah. In like a in like a in like a chat little out, yeah a little chat baka, <laughs> and uh, and people were just like turning around from the actual cosplayers. And they were just looking at this dog who was in a furry sweater with a bandolier. And I was Dogs like, rule. I, was like, I really feel bad for some of these no. people who are like, I'm going to be a slutty Harley Quinn. Oh, damn it. <laughs> well, first off, that's not a very original idea because <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, let's be honest. And, and, and am I just Seen the only one out here who thinks that the people who dress as Deadpools are probably assholes in real life? You know, like, like, like it's, the, it's, annoying. it's pretty reflective. That's, it's that's pretty an interesting annoying. thing you'll see where you kind of go like, yeah, that's not a costume for you. That's uh, that's a bit of a mirror, isn't it? <laughs> this is this is your the looking glass self. But the Deadpool's are always at the cons. The Deadpool's are always like, oh, I'm gonna be in your face. I'm Deadpool. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Perfect like, excuse. Yeah. I, I was always so bad with my cosplaying because I couldn't like afford it, so it was just very much like a t-shirt and yeah, the yeah. superhero I was. So, yeah, guys like a- always go funny though. <laughs> guys go funny for especially for Halloween right. and stuff like that too. It's like I mean, it's like that's like the 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 one get out get out of jail free card for ladies. When did it become that it's like you can take the most boring sort of like character and and make it a much more lady of the night version and therefore <laughs> that's okay and it's like you know i'm a nurse but no i'm a naughty nurse and it's like i'm a cop i'm a naughty cop and guys just usually do really stupid stuff really right goofy I, things. I just had a shirt with a cape and then there superman ran across it there well, <laughs> what was cool the uh tuesday night on fangasm was that you were wearing you were just randomly wearing a jurassic park shirt Oh yeah, <laughs> and you went to to uh, to what was the name of the place? We the, went to Frankenstein's. Frankenstein's over here off the yeah. yeah. We had to like paint a tentacle, and then because we painted the tentacle really well, they're like, "Ah, oh, you knew knows and you know how to paint. Congratulations! <laughs> now look at like a actual Jurassic Park Jeep." Yes, yeah, so they, oh, nice. they had one of the jeeps from Jurassic Park. And you were wearing the shirt. I was wearing, the, was wearing the shirt. And you got to take a picture with like the the jeep and stuff. It was That's great. awesome. Because so we actually cool. have a Velociraptor in the other room. That's awesome. Really? <laughs> <You're right. laughs> he comes in and kills everybody. <laughs> Starts clicking on the table. I, w- I wanted Steam to drive it, but they wouldn't let me. I'm you like, wanted to drive the jeep? I wouldn't let you drive the jeep. <laughs> I'm like, let me drive it around. They drive themselves. Hey, please, guys. I work for a rental car company. Please, just let me drive the car. You see the shirt? <laughs> I'm qualified. Yeah. I just got to get it done to the dock so I can give this uh, <laughs> this uh, can of, uh, of foam to somebody. <laughs> Here we go. So that That's awesome. Uh, so New York, did you actually get to experience any New York? New York City? Not really, man. I mean, it was like, I, I feel like I, I experienced, you know, for my first time in New York, from the back of, of cabs and right. uh, and the back of, like, Suburbans and stuff. And the weather was awesome. It was incredible. The was, was we were shirt. We were hot. Like, I was Troy, in a t-shirt. Troy gets, he gets, you know, dressed up, man. He puts and on Troy's the doing the, the Joker? He's the Joker. He's got to dress up. He's got to be in a suit because he's the Joker, but, right? But that's, regardless, it, right. if it's if it's if it's Tuesday and 80 degrees, Troy's got a scarf on and his, and his cap and stuff. He's just Mr. Fashionista. He's like, this is, the guy is a sharp dresser. Mm-hmm. But we got there uh, for the final day, and we knew we had a panel coming up and all that, and so we were trying to like step it up a little bit. And uh, I layered. I, I had on the the undershirt and the 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 Henley, right? And the uh, the jacket. You're gonna be taking photos of the fans. Exactly. You, you, know, you gotta yeah. Yeah, 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 step it up. And he was in just like this full outfit, and, and we got down like into the area where we're gonna be, you know, sort of the holding area. And he was like, "Dude, I'm so hot right now." <laughs> he was like, "I'm burning up." Because we were sitting there going, like, everybody's expecting fall weather in in, right. in New York. You know, I was not quite I winter, it, yeah. but still. 
And then it was like, dude, it was 68, 70 degrees, you know, during the day. And then it didn't get like at all miserable cold in the evening. So, yeah, we were definitely there on the walk back. We walked back from Javits back to our hotel. And it was like, you're just like taking the layers off going, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. Just leaving them on the street. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know? it's like a breadcrumb. If you want to find Batman, there's there a breadcrumb of it's stuff. It's Batman breadcrumbs. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a shame. I mean, the only part that you got to see was literally. I'm serious. I, I, I walked You're across Central Square. Park. Like you were near Central Park. Yeah, you were in fact, two, but I was staying on the wrong Central side Park. of the hotel to actually see it. And so I, I like all of a sudden they were like, yeah, Central Park, man. The view is incredible. And I was like, oh, yeah. And the elevator. I see a tree. Hallway. I was like, yeah, okay. All right, but because we flew in on Thursday night, we met in the hotel lobby, uh, got our, you know, everybody got the rooms. We went down, met, had some drinks, talked about what we were going to do for the next day. And the next day was a, a full day of press, um, and, and well, all different sites, you know, from Javits to different little offices all over the place. And then uh, Saturday was roughly the same thing. And Sunday morning, I was on a, uh, I was taking a ride back to the airport at eight fifteen in the morning. And you can't ask these people at Warner Brothers for just a couple more hours. Hey, they're being really good to like me. That. So actually, I might have even opted for the earlier flight. What out if you as did well. that and they were like, oh, "We got another Kevin Conroy." That'd be weird. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, though. no, I'm sure he's nice. No, I have, I've heard nothing but everybody just says he could not be a nicer guy, which is. Really cool. I'm out to just destroy the character by being just a. <laughs> he's, like the, a he, he's like the drunken Superman. Yeah. Superman three. He's like, it's the wrong kind of temperature. Argyle socks in here now. <laughs> the old green Eminem. I just want the chocolate, but show you breathe me the on shaming. him. How dare you? <laughs> well, guys, we should take a spot break. We'll get a couple advertisers up, and uh, when we get back, we're going to talk to. Uh, Roger and Andrew, but we'll talk to Roger about what it's not filling in the suit. But I want to hear if you've had any horror stories with fans coming at you, and being like, "Hey, <laughs> you're not the you know how are you? Well, you get it, you get it." Okay, we'll be right back on Geekscape. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's a breeze. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Download. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphone. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruff. System 2. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping's even free. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, the sports guru. And the butt knocker. From the Sportscast, Wednesdays, 4 to 6, Pacific Standard Time. You got to check us out, man. We do sports like nobody else. Cover NHL, NBA, NCAA, NFL. We cover all sports. We got you got not the fuck out. Bonehead of the week. Check us out on Toad Hop Network, 4 to 6 on Wednesdays. And if you miss it, go back and watch it live. ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. Hey, guys, we need it. We're the nickel and dime show of the network. Check us out. A lot of fun. So maybe you've got a great idea for a business and want to start selling your products or services online. Maybe you're an established business owner looking for new customers. Or maybe you're interested in starting a personal website. No matter who you are, GoDaddy wants to help you kick ass online. Right now, GoDaddy's offering .com domains for just $1.99. It's go time. Start your website today. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter promo code TOAD to get your $1.99.com or click on the GoDaddy graphic on the ToadHop website. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Does your car smell like you need scent bomb? Does your house smell like get some scent bomb? Does the bathroom smell like 
Get some scent bomb. Go to GetSomeScentBomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love Scent Bomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers to type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try Scent Bomb. Scent Bomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays and the smell will last for days. That's right, you spray it today and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's GetSomeScentBomb.com. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network and helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording, you Oh! With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Hey, what's up, Geekscapers? We're back with Roger Craig Smith. He's what? the voice of Batman in the upcoming Batman Arkham Origins, which is available next week. Um, and I'm guessing if you're fans of Arkham City and Arkham Asylum that came before it, this one's going to be the one that you want to pick up, too. Um, I hope so. You know, and, and you know what? You've had enough GTA already. You've <laughs> had on. GTA for a month. Good Lord. You've had a week of working yeah. online, which uh, I played. Uh, I, you know, I got I got called the N-word by a, a white guy in Kentucky the other night. That That's happens. wonderful. Uh, that happened <laughs> a lot. <laughs> on on yeah, Xbox Live? Yeah, you know, like, I was doing a race, and I, and I accidentally crazy. sideswiped him. He's like, oh, this is the way it's going to be? Mm-mm. And I was Whoa. like, I, dude, come on. No, yeah. don't do this. <laughs> that, that happens a lot. Yeah. I've I, I got to say, though, um, you can mute the people who aren't in your crew or your friends list or doing the missions with you, which is great because there's a lot of heavy breathing. Uh, <laughs> That's like, the worst you know, with yeah. a microphone. And then I um, – but I do enjoy it. There's a Geekscape crew. If you guys are on the social uh, – you know, like the the, the, the the Rockstar Games social club, join the Geekscape crew. We'll watch your back. And it's a lot more fun to play with us because we're all, we're, all, uh, we're all kind of on the same team. And I got to say in the missions, people haven't totally been dickish. You know, people sometimes – for the most part, people have accepted it's a mission. We do better if we finish this together. Yeah. Rockstar did a good job of – like it incentivizing people to not just shoot each other in the head once they're at, done with the mission, yeah. um, <laughs> but but th- this this Arkham Origins. The, <laughs> Mom, like, get out of my room! He goes, Mom, now! Mom, get out of my room! It's not a processor. I don't have to go to work now. <laughs> yeah, I had I had this one kid who was like. How do you do this? <laughs> I was like, why is that guy so Are far you behind eating you? Your microphone. I didn't know this, and I was like, "Oh no!" Oh no! I was like, "I can't take these yeah. experience points. I'm taking them. From so- <laughs> I'm taking them from somebody with either a mental disorder or a twelve year old." <laughs> that that then, scared like, me. Screw. Like uh, they just people just kept telling me, "Like I want to, I'm going to kill you, then I'm going to rape you." And I'm like, "Well, no. <laughs> really?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm like." Well, so the, lear- I, the learning curve is already to, that far now. I gotta switch to Xbox. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's intense. It's like I'm going to rape you, kill Xbox you, take all scary. your money. I'm like. I'm I gotta, just going to play the single oh, mode. Yeah, right yeah. Now. If you're playing on PlayStation, <laughs> you ain't doing it right. Yeah. Oh, man, I want to play with that. Yeah. I'll be like, all right. <laughs> like, really? You just got to. Just, just something just that can happen in the game? Their, call them on their bluff. Be like, 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> Age, sex, location. <laughs> <laughs> Use it against them. Use it against them. So talk about this transition from Rocksteady as much as you can to the Warner Brothers games. Is that what they're called? And like, and like, has it? I mean, because you you think the the nerds hate the idea of stability. You know, like Rocksteady being like, no, they're not involved anymore, and this game's gonna suck, and it's not Kevin Conroy, it's not Mark Hamill. Ah. I don't know. I mean, it's if anything, it's not. I mean, it's, it's a passionate fan base, and I get right. that. I mean, because obviously, I mean, that's kind of tying into what we were talking about with like New York Comic Con. These are people that, that come together because they are so passionate about a character or or a concept or a or a franchise or whatever it might be. Um, and and I get it. I I knew this. This is why Troy and I were both going like, oh, we got it. Oh, we got it. Oh boy. Uh, it's like if you see The Simpsons in Spanish or whatever non you know native language, you, you go, what? That's not how Homer sounds. I mean, right. this yeah. is this is who you come to know, and and they become the character, and, and you are passionate. I would argue that that you are passionate about the character, and and therefore I I totally understand that people are going to be initially they're going to go, wait a minute, um, this isn't the same studio. So right. don't mess with our character, and mm-hmm. I get that. Um, but it's almost like when people are flipping out about you know Batfleck and all that kind of stuff, you go just let it happen. Let it let see what I mean. The, the reality of this is everybody at Warner Brothers Montreal. Do you, do you honestly think that anybody gets an opportunity like this e- either to play the voice of Batman or to animate make Batman game, yeah. or to make a game or to be involved with something that's this iconic? Is going to sit there and go like, <laughs> this is going to be a piece of cake. I'm just going to like phone it in. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't care about the character. It's like, no, hey, can everybody. You guys give us all your assets and we'll, <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. yeah, we'll just clean those up. No, and, and everybody everybody wants to at every single point in time. And I'm sure Rocksteady, it, they want to improve upon every single game they make. I mean, that, if, if you're passionate about what you do, that's that's the approach. And is Rocksteady working on the Silver Age DC game? Like, remember the rumor? <sighs> I'm not, I don't work with Rocksteady and I don't know nothing. I'm not going <laughs> to. I don't know. Dude, look, I mean, don't give me the look. What's. Right? <laughs> no, but, I mean, there's that rumor, right? That 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 Rocksteady's working on a Silver Age DC open world game, I would and that's have like no their next clue. thing. And they haven't called you and been like, "Hey, we need a button." I've had no clue. No, I, I honestly don't. I mean, the reality too for me is, I I you know, if the phone rings and somebody says we want you to go do something, I'm, I'm thrilled. Every right. every every day behind a VO microphone is an awesome day. As an um, actor, I think that's a great attitude. It's well, you have to. I mean, right. like, I mean, the reality too. I, I use that. The reality. Um, <laughs> it's my go-to phrase. I don't plan. It's I don't work in reality, but go-to. I work in reality. Yeah, right. I'll call it reality. <laughs> you say reality. I say reality. It sickens me. Uh, it sickens me. Don't tell me how to say reality. Uh, I you know every time I turn on the television, listen to the radio, play a game, that kind of thing, I hear all the work I didn't book. Uh, uh, so yeah, you have to just yeah. know, you know, like if the if the phone rings and somebody gives you an opportunity, I want to. Yes, I'm going to knock this out of the park. He's like cutting himself. He's like, he's like, I auditioned for that McDonald's commercial. Um, now, when you, when, when you go like to actually the, do the uh, the voiceover, do they have like the game playing so you know what you're doing, or is it just no? no the game has been uh, Yeah, right? that's the other thing is like so much of what we do is like theater of the mind. It's it's like. I have to, You're uh, actually and, auditioning right now, Andrew. Are you? Yeah, go. Yeah. And, yeah. One more Pen- time. A little faster, a little funnier. Come Penny, on, louder. Penny's not coming back. Put it up. Put it down. Uh, no, you, you go in and it's, you know, um, it's theater of the mind. I mean, right. and when we record for Marvel's Avengers uh, Assemble, it's it's uh, it, we it's theater of the mind, but it's like a giant radio play. We are all sitting around. You guys uh, are all like there. A, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a lot of fun. Get to do that as like an ensemble. Usually in video games, you're you're recording solo. Uh, with Arkham Origins, I got a lot of opportunities to re- uh, to work with Martin Jarvis, who provides the voice of Alfred, which was awesome. That was incredible. The guy's like just super cool. I, I said if I could have a sliver of that man's coolness at, at that age, I will be just fine in life. Um, but but that was a rare situation. Usually you're by yourself to isolate all the audio so they can plug it into the game where they need it. Um, 
Uh, shoot, what was your question? It was... Uh... No, I mean, that's kind of it, the, the process of recording the yeah. voice. Yeah. Because yeah. for some reason, I thought there was just someone playing no. the video game. It's like, okay, act to this, please. <laughs> no, and this this also speaks to why you were saying, like, you know, do you, uh, how do you prepare? I, I had a lot of people ask, like, you know, what do you do to get in the, you know, get into your character and that kind of thing? There's so many times you, you don't have an opportunity to really, I guess, stay in this character because the, the, the process is like... It's like playing football, and not that I played football, but it's like, you know, you, you go to the line of scrimmage, you hike the ball, it's three to eight seconds worth of madness, and then it's like everybody regroups, you go to the huddle, we talk about it some more, we decide <laughs> what we're going to do on the next play, right. and then you go do that. And voiceover is the same thing, so there's, I I don't want to over-prepare for what I'm going to do in a session, because I we don't record in a linear fashion oftentimes, so yeah. it's like, I don't know if, if, we're, if we're doing the end scene right now right. or the beginning of the right. game or if smack dab in the middle and and you rely very heavily on your director and your, your the creatives the people who have the the knowledge Eric Holmes who knows they everything can, they, have, they know the context it's their game right. I mean it's like and and you it sounds like that actory like you know sort of like pretentious you know <laughs> uh, I am but your lump of clay but that's the reality <laughs> it's like I'm the tool I I I've, I've been I've been given this opportunity to take these vocal cords that you guys like for whatever reason cuz right. I'm like a lot of people I hear my own voice go that's what I sound like and they go in and say, here's the thing. This scene, Alfred is telling you this, or in this scene, you're doing that, and, and you need yeah. to, and it's, so you go, okay, so okay, so the context is this, okay. And you do it, and they go, no, 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 one more time, louder. Or yeah. then Eric steps in and goes, you're much farther away. Look, the characters, because everybody's imagining, and then they go and they animate, and they right. plug it in, they program yeah. it. So it's, it's a huge collaborative effort that, that hundreds of people are responsible for the character. Um, let, let me pause you real quick. Go ahead and call her. Uh, is this you, Dave? Yo, what's up, man? <laughs> uh, on the line, we got Dave Gordon. He's the writer of the Airwolf comic book that just came out yesterday from Lion Forge Comics. Uh, you guys can get it on the uh, if you ha if you're an iOS user, you can get it on the Comics Plus app, which is uh, I, I I read the book yesterday on the Comics Plus app. This is uh, Dave Gordon, the writer of Airwolf. How does that feel when you hear that, uh, Mr. Gordon? I know we just spent a whole weekend in New York good. together. It feels good. It feels good. <laughs> it feels real good. And uh, what's the response been to Airwolf so far? Uh, I know that the comics um, only been out for a day, but uh, I urge all the geeks gave us to go out and pick it up. Well, I actually haven't had anybody review the book yet or give me any feedback. What? Um, <laughs> I yeah, gave it no, stars on the nobody, Plus Nobody app. has told me that they read the book and liked it or hated it or what Right. Yet. Well, that, that's right. not true, David, because some of the artwork that came out, you did get some feedback. Is that not true? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Airwolf is like a stealth helicopter. Yeah, oh, dude, I remember they, the series. I loved They released Airwolf. This, this thing, and Airwolf's got like missile. What does it have? It's like guns or missiles on it, and you got some flack yeah. because you were reinventing the helicopter, which I'm surprised yeah. people remember. I guess that's just dating me, though. You got to pardon my ignorance. No. Was this a comic series prior to the TV series that no. I remember as a kid? No, it, well, the TV series was first, and then yeah. David got hired to do the, oh, that's the, the comic, and I got hired cool. to do Miami Vice. But I'm keeping Miami Vice in continuity with the TV series. David was like, "I got this," nice, <laughs> and he just jumped in the copter and made it his own thing. And I read it yesterday, and I don't remember anything from the TV series. So, like David's Airwolf is kind of my Airwolf, and that's that's a good thing to do, though. I yeah. Guess. Well, really, and, and, and the people that are arguing, David, I would imagine, are in their forties, and they should be doing better things with their life. Than, <laughs> you know what I mean, how dare well, well, you? Well, here's the problem. Here's, here's the problem. The people that are arguing or or upset, they haven't even read the book. That's why when Johnson asked me, "Has anybody read the book?" gave you feedback. No. <laughs> right. The book literally everybody, just came out. Yeah. Everybody that outright rejected it just saw the picture of the of the helicopter and like, I'm done. 
Right. So wait a minute. You mean to tell me that the Internet, <laughs> the bastion of positivity that it is, people are giving you negative feedback without even actually experiencing your product? <laughs> That's crazy. Exactly. Which is exactly well, what we were just talking about. With and Batflick. It's yeah. a small, I will say this. It's a small minority, but they were people that were fans of the show yeah. back when, you know, they were in junior high, high school, grade school, whatnot. So they feel that um, they have a certain affinity for the show. Which I understand, um, but uh, what they don't understand is that when you're taking a uh, concert, especially one that's really heavily technology based and has ties to the military and all of that stuff, and you got kids playing Battlefield and Call of Duty, you're not going to be able to pass a certain look past that audience. Yeah. So. Yeah, you got you got to update it and add some guns. <laughs> well, but you're but not you're, you're not touching. <laughs> or, I mean, Ernest Bornine's character. You're not touching that though, right? Like you're keeping that the same, right? Uh, well, see what had happened was, um, <laughs> let's just say that he's going through some changes. Delicately, delicately What a one about way to say that to make changes to something. We hung out a little weekend. And all I know is that, like, I, we were joking about the feedback to the helicopter, and, and I'm feeling good about myself because I'm like, well, I'm keeping everything in continuity, and I'm safe, and the fans are going to love me, and they're going to hate you, David. And then all of a sudden, he goes, just wait until you see what they, what they did. I can't, I can't say it on the air, can I? Yeah, you go ahead. The book's out now, so don't yeah, get I mean, he, he made Ernest Borgnine's character black. Oh. <laughs> so you're screwed, And man. not only that, he's a young black guy. Yeah, all the races. But it's a so, different medium. The, I mean, it's like, obviously you're going to obviously you're gonna take, what? God. All the races are going to be like, <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> Mama said no. But, you know, you leave Ernest Borgnine no. alone. <laughs> but here's the funny part. Here's the funny part that people don't know. I'm a big Borgnine fan. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I, I, I used to watch Mikhail's Navy, all this stuff when I was a kid, Mikhail's Navy, all this Poseidon stuff. Poseidon Adventure. So. But here's how you handle it. You just say, my, my first choice was actually like either Bieber or Cyrus. <laughs> and so just be happy that I went with them. And then they'll be like, oh, we love this idea. Then. This is great. Yeah, I couldn't well play the likeness rights for Bieber, but uh, <laughs> Ernest Borgnine was, you know, it's totally fine with this. I always feel like if you're going to make one change, you might as well make all the changes. Yeah. Right. Instead of like making one change yeah. and keeping everything else the yeah, same. Yeah, it, it wasn't make like, it you know, when I walked out of Dar the, the, the Man of Steel, I was like, oh, I did kind of miss John Williams' score, but uh, Adrian Ascaria, one of the producers who's been on the show before, he goes, Jonathan, uh, he had a great point. He goes, Warner Brothers needed a new – I mean, they wanted to revamp mm. Superman. You can't keep any of them. Mm -hmm. yeah. Even the John Williams score, which we all love from the mm. Superman movies. And I think David's right. Like, you can't make a right. new Airwolf and no. just keep, like – yeah. That'd be weird. It's like, oh, it's got missiles and everything. And here's Ernest Borgnine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here's this old dude hanging out. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. Yeah, are you yes, address, he's kind of uh, older, heavy set guy, and he's supposed to be flying this super sweet. True. Yeah, he passed his military yeah, tests. He, he, <laughs> he, he, passed all, he passed all those physicals. <laughs> he, he passed his military physicals. They're the, they're the best of the best at eating cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> Out of breath climbing into it. Right. Starting main engines. <laughs> hey, uh, do you know what sales are like yet? Can you, uh, can you tell me what's waiting for me? Actually, right now, I can tell you that Knight Rider and Airwolf are the number one and number two books on Comics Plus for the second day in a row. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Congrats. That's awesome. Congrats, Dave. Way to go, dude. I can't wait to just knock you guys out. Now, here's another bit of good news. Uh, I, I got to announce. Yeah. Within the next few, next few hours, 
the Kindle version will be ready for the Android, all our Android users. So everybody else bad at us. Yeah. They said that we didn't like Android. No, that's not the case. It was an issue with the uh, with Comics Plus, but we're working on it. Until then, we've already got it ready to go on Kindle. We're just waiting on them to put it up. Once it's up, you can start downloading it. Very uh, cool. Thank you, David. Giving more people reasons to hate you and then love you <laughs> after they've actually experienced <laughs> it. Yeah. It's like, oh, we hate you even more. We can't even get to look at the thing that we wanted to hate. Uh, but now oh, they can. Yeah. Uh, Dave, it was great hanging out with you in New York. I can't wait for Kamikaze. You guys are all going to be in there. So if you guys want to meet David, come to Kamikaze. You're going to be Kamikaze, Rod? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. yes, my, oh. Uh, Sorry. Oh. That's the one I'm going to be. Yeah, that's the one he's going to be at. Dave, Sorry, Dave, take care. Okay, when is it? <laughs> it's November 1st through the 3rd at the LA Convention. No, Center. I can't. I got a thing. <laughs> you know, I got a something. It's, my mom's calling or something. But Andrew and all, but the, fan, all the fan guys on kids will be there, right? Yeah, they're all, they're all going to be Is there. that where we find out if you guys get the job at Kamikaze? I, I think it's I the last episode. Yeah. Okay. That the, uh, announced. Okay, winner. so this week, this following, this, this following next week, week they're going to announce who from the house in Fangasm gets, gets the, the job uh, gets the at Kamikaze, job. but yeah. then you'll be the one sweating your ass off at Kamikaze November 1st through 3rd. Yep. All right. That'd be me. It's going to be fun. Wear the Jurassic Park shirt. I, I think I might. Shirt. Good, I, might. You know? yeah. I, I feel like you wear that shirt a lot in the show. I, I love the Jurassic Park well, shirt. Well, I mean, sci-fi is a part of, you know, <laughs> universal television and all that stuff. Was it like you guys had to be like, uh, you can't wear that, you can't wear that Jurassic Park? Wear that a lot. Wear that a lot. The, the thing is, wear like, that, uh, we have a fourth yeah, yeah. movie coming out. They, they yeah. said when we were filming, I could wear whatever I wanted, and then just in interviews is when I was... No, like restricted. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No labels. Yeah, yeah. I would have worn just like fishnet shirts. There you go. I, I, no, I would have <laughs> just, just sold it. I just sold it. Well, I, I suck at packing, so they're like, all right, pack for like a month, and then uh -huh. I came in there, and everyone had like four suitcases, and I had like a backpack. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I really. Yeah, but you're local. Nice. You're local. Yeah, I mean, it was, <laughs> so, there was a chance for you to run home and grab some more clothes, though, right? You're local. No, I, they they wouldn't let me go anywhere. They don't so. let you go home. No, I had like when my girlfriend came totally over. Totally sequestered. She, she, yeah, she. Yeah. My girlfriend came over. She just had a big bag of clothes for me. This past episode, your girlfriend came. over. Awesome. Um, so, Roger, tell me, and I know that we're doing kind of the interview backwards, but like, how did mm -hmm. you get started on all this voice actor? Because you're friends with Yuri Lowenthal and yeah. Tara Platt. Tara Platt, yeah, yeah. They've been guests on the show. Um, well, how did you get started? I got started, um, I was based down in uh, Orange County, and um, I, my whole life as a kid, I was a bit of a goofball. I was always doing silly voices and characters and stuff, and then in high school was doing voices and characters and theater arts and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Got out, um, you know, bounced around junior college for about a month before going, this stinks, I don't want to do this right now. Right. And uh, and and so I worked a lot. Um, eventually, started going back to college around twenty three, twenty four. And uh, but at that time, I started just doing stand up. And uh, I had gone back and talked to an old high school theater arts instructor, uh, which was awesome too, because she's uh, retiring this coming year. It's like your Yoda. And uh, <laughs> she was I mean, yeah. in a lot of ways. It was I'm really not neat. Around. I went back and uh, and and she she I brought her. I I, I purchased a, a showing of Planes when it came right. out. And, oh yeah, you're and in brought planes. her down. Yeah, which was yeah, yeah. I'm not geeking out on that stuff at all. Um, <laughs> and and I brought her down, and I was just like, what? Because because in a lot of ways, she when I when I did this uh, little stand up routine for her back at the high school, I went back as an adult and said, I'm thinking about doing this. I want to bounce it off somebody who knows me, what I do, kind of thing. She goes, Yeah, come over after classes. Well, you know, I'll, I'll see what you got. So I do this little routine, and, and she looks at me, and she's just you know quiet and she's like you want to be nice or do you want me to tell you what i think mm. and I was like, <laughs> yeah. i'm like obviously tell me what you think and yeah. she goes where are your voices where are your characters because you were always the the character guy you were always the the goofball she yeah. was like you were you were my little robin those Williams. were your strengths yeah yeah well that was the outlet and uh, and i went oh okay so i started doing these voices and characters in my act instead of like being observational i would just don the character kind of thing and 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 have you laugh at me as the character kind of thing and then as a result i was doing stand-up and really kind of just trying to you know keep 
keep it's a tough road to hoe. Of course. Um, yeah. And uh, and and the further I got into it, I started hearing more people go like, "Hey, you got a good speaking voice," and you, and, and I was emceeing and doing that kind of thing and hosting corporate gigs and stuff. And they were like, "You do a lot of characters and voices. You should think about voiceover." And I was like, well, ah, "All right, you know." Sure. And then finally, I was trying out for the Aspen Comedy Festival, and I think Julie Brown, Judy Brown. Um, was there at the Improv in Irvine to to evaluate ten of us who had been selected to perform? Julie that Brown, night. I think Girl it's Julie from Brown. Earth Girls are easy. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> not quite. Was she hot? Uh, it, should I? Yeah, know? I liked her. Then did she ask about me? I don't know what you. Uh, <laughs> she was there. It was it was somebody that was in the decision making process sure. of the uh, of the Aspen Comedy Festival, and they were evaluating all of us. And she finally went down the row like, "You great stage presence, love this. You know, why are you doing props? Don't do prop comedy. You this this." And then finally, she comes to me. And she goes, um, "Who represents you for voiceover?" And, and we were like, like I was like, nobody. Uh, yeah. And she goes, oh, you can do a lot of characters and voices. You should really look into that. And so I did. I finally was like, okay, nobody's asking me about my comedy anymore. They just want to know, <laughs> well, yeah, am I doing go. this stuff? So I, I Googled it, and I took classes in, in commercial voiceover, and, and it then got discovered, as they say. The rest was history. Do you, That's insane. do you miss doing stand-up at all? Not at all. <laughs> when I'm behind a VO mic, nobody's drunk and telling me I suck. Unless it's a really bad session. So, Well, uh, that is what he's good at. Um, and you guys can check it out next week when Batman Arkham Origins hits for Xbox, mm-hmm. PS3. Mm-hmm. And it all, is it coming out on PC as well next week? I believe, yeah. You know what? Maybe. I don't want to answer that because I want right. to. Sometimes they delay those releases, but I, it might be. But he's Batman. <laughs> this guy is Just, Batman. Arkham and Origins. he's also wow. Captain America on Avengers Assembled on Disney XD. And uh, go watch Planes. Please. With yeah. your kids. Uh, yes. and, <laughs> and I, I watched him on the plane on the way to New York and almost got arrested for it. Uh-oh. Uh, no, but, uh, and then Andrew Duvall, you can watch him next week on the finale yes. of yeah. Fangasm. That's going to be a two-hour finale yeah. on Fangasm on sci And then he's got a web sci-fi. series coming out. He's got uh, a web series coming out. On the 29th. He's going to uh, promote the hell out of on Geekscape. And uh, I love having you as co-host. Yeah. For Johnny Ice, Johnny Icebox on Twitter. Uh, Roger Craig Smith on Twitter. We've got Andrew Duvall on Twitter. I'm Jonathan Lennon on Twitter. Go check out Geekscape. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Search for Geekscape. Be our friends and geekscape.net. Of course, we'll see you guys next week. All right? Peace. We love you guys. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.